This is Aaron Ross, Southwest Regional Director of American Atheists, author of Foundational Falsehoods of Creationism, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. How can it be argued, I've got a minute I think now, how can it be argued that something that's on a knife edge for life, a knife edge for life, could go either way, that keeping us on the knife edge proves there must be a designer at work? Why would a designer keep us on a knife edge where at any moment our planet might tip to be where the other planets he made were, dead? lifeless, where nothing happens. The knife edge proves a designer. It proves nothing of the kind. And if it wasn't life, it would be death that they'd use for their argument from design. Professor Francis Collins, the man who helped us sequence the Human Genome Project, says that he went for a hike one day in the wilderness. We've all been impressed by nature in our day, as we have by music and by sex and by love and by many other things, to feel that there's a transcendent. But Professor Collins goes and he sees a frozen glacier with the three streams of river frozen in a trinity. Nothing can live up there. It's a lifeless thing. And it happens to be a metaphor for Christianity. He falls to his knees and accepts Jesus as he sees this. And he expects us to think that that's an argument and that that's evidence. Well, as I say, scientists or people who claim to be interested in science can believe weird and foolish things. Just be aware that that's the deal you're being offered today. Thanks. Welcome to The Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, if this podcast carries the explicit tag, and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor? So, if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at theca at rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore CA underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to CA Today's Thursday, October 25th, 2018. I'm Michael. I'm Dean. And what the hell episode is this again? 68. Right. One more till the good one. <laughs> Depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I Depends what side. I not much, but yeah. it has been very pleasurable. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it depends what... what uh, what what you know, whether you're on the receiving end or well you it's you're both on the receiving end yeah but I'm oh, sorry <laughs> That's the no, whole point. no what I meant no, what I meant is is if you're on bottom it's way easier right you oh yeah much work. That's yeah. what I meant I was if I, you're, if you're I, on the lazy end yeah I was on the lazy end I'm uh, always the times on the lazy it's happened end. so yeah I'm always lazy make um, them work for it <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's what the Bible says <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, how you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. I'm like, you're physically tired just because of all the shit that's going on, but I'm mentally tired. Like, I, I use my brain a lot today, yeah. so I'm just like, my, 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 I'm, I'm brain tired. I, I sat to... most of the day, but I'm brain tired. Yeah. I try, generally, I try to avoid using my brain. <laughs> um, that's what they, I, well, I mean, so if everybody who's care, caring, I'm still not working, um, but it's fine. I'm still in the... Injured protocol, so I'm unlike you from a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. I'm actually still getting paid, so that's a bonus for well, sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, I wasn't getting paid because I didn't have a job. Right. I, <laughs> if I had a job and was out of work and 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 couldn't work for whatever reason, right. I'm sure I'd still be getting paid. But yeah. when you don't have a job, there's not too many people wanting to give you money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. Right, and then all the shit going on with our... We, so we've had some crazy shit going on with our dog. Uh, he's sick. Hopefully he turned the corner and getting better. 
But um, for anyone not looking at the Facebook post, basically uh, Monday of this week, we took him to the doctor, and it was either um, uh, it was either infection or lymphoma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, so great. So it was crazy. So our little boy has cost us somewhere in the neighborhood of three thousand dollars in the past two weeks. That's Yay. what they do for pet insurance. Yes. And yeah, for everybody uh, uh, south of the border, pet insurance is a thing. Um, they have pet insurance. They have to. Yeah, but... They have to... Like, you think I so? know that they, they, they don't have health care. They don't have, he- they don't have like human insurance. Do. No, they, I mean, you can, you can buy, you can pay for it. Yeah. And that's what... I mean, the government's not supplying our pets with insurance. We have to pay for it. That's true. It's not nearly as much as it can be for humans, but... You know, How much do you pay? pay? You 40 pay bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's 40 bucks a month, and we get back basically, um, well, it, it depends. It varies, right? So there's a deductible for each kind of occurrence, but then if he has an occurrence, if he has a reoccurrence of a certain thing, we've already paid the deductible for that thing, so we don't have to pay oh, for it again. Okay, so that's get reimbursed good. for that. And they pay for medication and, and all kinds of other stuff. So I don't know how, I'm hoping to get back about two grand yeah. of the three. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, but he's our boy, so... yeah. It we had, uh, when we had insurance, it was a 90%, it was a 10%, uh, however you call it, 10% copay. So oh, we okay. paid 10% and they paid 90% of whatever happened. Cool. Um, and we had it on the cat. And for a while there, when we didn't have a dog, when Jake passed away, and then we didn't have a dog for a couple of years, we upped the cat to have no deductible. Oh, okay. So, and then when we got Khaleesi, we just left the cat on no deductible. Um, but then we got rid of insurance entirely right. because we were reworking our finances. And we said, you know what? We could probably save like close to a hundred bucks to not putting them on insurance. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's a hard thing. Pets are weird. You know, they're, they're a family. And so anyway, um, okay. I got to perk myself up. Uh, oh, so a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of shit to get to. There's a few things to address though. Um, so the first thing I want, uh, we should do is thank Chris for coming in last week. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Response was great. Chris, by the way, um, response was really, really good. Um, got a couple of interesting, uh, comments about it. So it was good. Um, uh, second, I ran some numbers and things, all things are good. And we have a surge from South Africa. Awesome. So if that's... Not it, my family. If it, okay, what I was going to say, <laughs> if it is your family, I'm really sorry that they have to listen to my, you know, my fucking mouth. Uh, oops, but not really oops. I don't care. Um, hi, Dean's family. If you're Dean's family, I'm not going to stop swearing. Um, I mean, they're all on Facebook, so they see when, when we're going to post and stuff, because, right. you know, we every week we say when it's going to happen and stuff like right. that. So I'm sure they see it. And maybe they've downloaded and listened to an episode here or there, but they don't want to hear this. Right. They're very religious. and. Oh, well. Oh, well. What are you yeah. going to do? You can always get new family. <laughs> <laughs> One See, thing you can't do. And you know what's really funny is that... Is they're all actually... great people. Okay. They just, their <laughs> bullshit detectors aren't bro- are broken, that's all. Right. No, and, and and it's funny because I don't have a lot. See, it's weird. It's weird because you have so you're you're you have family members that are very religious. I don't have, I don't have any family members that are really religious, but I have one sister who thinks she's a witch. Yes. So that's a whole different kind of crazy, <laughs> right? Um, and but that's w- close. That's 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 like your sister who's who you can like see like all the time. These are people that are on the other side of the planet, basically from me, right. right? Yeah. The only contact I have with them is Facebook. 
Yeah. And was, for, for the record, she's still never done anything. I keep yeah, asking no, her to cast like, spells and yeah. shit and, like, put a curse on them. Do something. Like, make my make my hip bone fall out or something. Like, do it. Can you do anything? There's, nothing's ever happened. So, yeah, so so Surge from South Africa. So I thought that that was interesting. That's cool. And, like, decent. Like, it was like, blink. It was a really interesting kind of pop-up. So I don't know whether it was. So I do a lot of posting as the podcast on, like, Answers in Genesis. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you know, Mr. Ham, you know, I've got a book and all. I So I post, like, crazy on all the same. Apologia Studios has become one of my favorites. Apologia, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really dumb. Uh, this is the guy with, uh, this is Jeff Durbin, the guy who was... Um, one of the guys from the Mortal Kombat movie a thousand years ago. Oh, right, 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 right. And stuff like that. And he, you know, pompous presuppositionalist. Um, apparently, uh, he and Sai are good friends and of whatever. Course. You know, whatever. But, um, so I poke a lot on their stuff now. Of course, they don't respond. And But I saw an interesting thing. Um, and, and it was, it gave me perspective. And then I was like, yeah, but fuck you. So I was, I was listening to this, uh, I was listening to a person doing a, like a, a YouTube channel hangout mm-hmm. and they were saying that, you know, oh, when people comment on stuff and feel entitled to a response and I was like, do I feel entitled to responses? No, I don't think I'm entitled to a response because I, and I, but I know I've said lots of times, Hey, you know, they never respond. They yeah. never, you know, they send their lackeys out it to might, get you. It might not be an entitlement to a response, but we would like to engage in conversation yeah uh, okay i agree it's it's not a it's not a, i feel like you should respond to, oh you know i i commented on your thing so you should respond to me it's more like a you know hey dipshit um why don't you actually have why don't you have to fucking stand up and actually defend your position right like there was a like i'm an I, i'm on a facebook group um and somebody posted something and people were saying that they hate this post and run because a person says <laughs> yeah, something yeah, yeah. stupid about, and, and, and they're saying, like, you know, evolution isn't actually true, and they just post that, and then they then there's no comments from themselves replying to the other comments. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So they just post and run. Yep. And I, I think that that's, that's, that's interesting. So, no, I don't feel, and that's where the kind of, like, yeah, yeah, but fuck you. Because I don't, no, I don't feel that I am entitled to a response from an individual. Um, people don't want to talk to you, they don't want to talk to you. But my thought would be, it's like, if this is the worldview that you tout as absolute truth and, you know, you live your life by, then when someone says, yeah, I think it's bullshit, or someone says, hey, can you defend this position? If it was me, so it took me a while to get into the rhythm, but whenever we have comments on episode posts, mm. I go back and I answer every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, so that I can, so no one can ever accuse me of running from anything. Uh, that leads me into my next thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, you remember Chad, mm-hmm. or as I'm more commonly now calling him, asshole? <laughs> yeah. So um, the reason that came about, so I've got a bunch of Twitter shit here. Okay. So, okay. Um, Answers in Genesis posted something about abortion. All right. Basically, like, abortion is murder. I'm like, abortion is totally not it's murder. It's not murder. And... Chad decided to uh, come on to the to the thread and tell me uh, a few things. <laughs> so it started out as abortion is absolutely murder. He's like abortion is absolutely murder. I'm like it's totally not murder. Blah 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 blah. And then it didn't take him long to totally 
you know, flush everything down the toilet to where he said, <clears throat> pedophilia is next and your consistent and argumentation will have you soon, will have you soon embracing uh, pedophilia in some sense. What? Yeah. Whether, uh, whether it be lowering the age of consent or something else. Wait, 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 where, where, where is this coming from? Well, how did it go from abortion to pedophilia? Because if I, if I take the stance that abortion isn't murder, so in his mind, yes, and I have to try to delve into, I have to try to dig into an incredibly small mind <laughs> um, on this. And okay, no, I don't need to ad hominem, but in, in that instance, because I don't think he's, I don't think he's dumb. This is dumb. What his, he's saying his, is, his, is his, what he's saying is dumb, and his viewpoint on this is really dumb because abortion is totally not murder. Um, it's funny because I think in some cases some Christians say, "Oh, you know, they'll be doing late-term abortions. They'll be dragging a, a screaming baby out and chop its head off." No one's talking about that. No, no one's talking about full-term abortions. No one's talking about anything stuff stuff like that. Um, right. So he and then he says because uh, in a previous post. What I had said to him was, pedophilia is a recognized mental health disorder. Like, it's listed in the DSM. Now, yeah. for everyone who's not uh, familiar, the DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Health Disorders. And what I, what I told him was, I said, you know, um, pedophilia is, is a recognized mental health disorder. It's been there for a long time. Um, in reference, homosexuality used to be in the DSM. Yeah. We've learned shit and we took that out because we realized homosexuality is not a mental health disorder. Right. Okay. Um, but, but we do know that pedophilia is a, is a disease. Like we, we're learning more about it and then, and pedo, so, and then a lot well, of people, it's, it's, it's kind of like when you know that you're doing something and, and you know that it's wrong, but you, you have to do it anyway. And you don't have the capacity to stop yourself. It's like smoking. Yeah. You know that you yeah. that it's wrong and it's bad for you, but you do it anyway. And, and, and alcoholism. They know that it's killing them. They shouldn't do it, but they do it anyway because they cannot stop. Right. But there's a difference between pedophilia and, and child rape. Just ask a Catholic priest. Um, oh. So, but, and, and, and the difference is pedophilia is the, is the attraction to... You know, a child. Yes. Pedophilia is not the acting on that attraction. That's rape. Yeah. Uh, or sexual assault. Pedophilia is the I'm attracted to this and and I don't know why, but but this is how my brain is attracted, right? Yeah. This was totally different between between that and I'm attracted to a member of the same gender. Yes. As me, right? Homosexuality, totally different thing. So yeah. So then he said. Uh, so then he says pedophilia. So then he quotes me back. Pedophilia is identified mental health disorder. Same as homosexuality 35 years ago, just a matter of time before you go to the, the next level and embrace pedophilia. What? Yeah. So then I kind kind of, no, not kind of. So then I lost my shit on, uh, on chatty boy. And I basically, every time he would send something to me, I would say, Hey, asshole. Like, and so yeah. just like, fuck you. Like, you're an asshole. Like, how dare you say this about me? So then a, a little bit of time goes by. And Answers in Genesis posts something else about the historicity of Jesus. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we still don't have enough evidence, blah, 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 blah. So then Chatty <laughs> pops in 
and says literally no credible secular scholars up to at least 75 years ago denied the existence of Christ. And then he puts a hashtag, keep suppressing, because in Romans 1 it says you're suppressing the knowledge, yada, yada, yada. So then, so because, now this is a Twitter reply, but I have to just tell everybody uh, again, some people I've said, uh, I think I may have said this on the episode, but I can't remember. Um, So I hate 240 characters. Yeah. Fuck off Twitter. So now what I do is I do a Word document, take a screenshot of it, and post it as a picture. Yeah. So then my whole thing, like, there's there's my response. There you go. So he does that. So I'm like, hey, asshole, <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, this silly post from AIG has nothing to do with people thinking Jeebus was real. And so I'm, at this point, I'm just trying to offend. So I put Jeebus instead of Jesus. Yeah. But I think, I think it's hysterical uh, that they post Matthew 6. It's also convenient uh, for me because it also allows to show a direct contradiction, Mark 3, 29. Cause they're, so the whole thing, oh, right, it wasn't even the thing about Jesus' existence. It was about God forgiving. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. I made a mistake. It was about God forgiving. And they post Matthew 6, which talks about God forgives, God forgives, God forgives. And I said, well, it also allows me to post a contradiction because Matthew 3, 29 clearly says, but whosoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven They've committed an eternal sin. <laughs> so there's a direct contradiction, motherfucker. And and then so I then I get then I get kind of condescending. I go and so I'm like, look, I know I don't understand, and I know I'm taking it out of context, and I know if I read it, you know, thoroughly, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and whatever else you need to say to justify uh, justify this part from your book of fables. Um saying something completely uh, different from a different part of your other book of fables. Yeah. So, you know, but, uh, but come on. So, and I see it, I said, I hope you sense the sarcasm, but you'll likely just call it an admission on my part. Like you'll just say, oh, look, see, he actually admits it, but then he has to cover up that he admits it. So then I said, either the Bible is God breathed and suitable for teaching, which it says, um, or it isn't. And either God doesn't change, which the book says, or not. Malachi 3, 6 says, I, the Lord do not change. Um, so I go back to Jebus. Um, uh, sorry, go back to Jebus for just a second. Um, I've done a lot more reading, and one thing um, that's come of it is there may have been a Jesus. I can admit I can, that I might be wrong. After all, the chances that there were an, that there was an apocalyptic preacher in Palestine in the first century isn't extraordinary by itself. It's the supernatural claims. We can say with almost 100% certainty that, that no dead dude came back to life, um, to, that they cast out demons, because they're likely not real either, um, or literally anything else attributed to Jebus actually happened. So stop arguing Jebus and start showing the supernatural, asshole. Yeah. Um, and then, and then like, the fucker, like there isn't any direct evidence to say that Jesus did actually exist. But even if we grant you that and say yes, okay, there was Jesus, that goes nowhere to proving yeah. that he. Did any of the miracles that the book says he does? Exactly. Um, I, I still go back to one of the things that Hitchens said when he was talking about Jesus, and he said, he said, when we're confronted with the question of of the um, a miraculous birth, uh, he says we're confronted with two possibilities: yeah. either the either the laws of nature were suspended so that a virgin may conceive a child, or a Jewish minx would tell a lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think is hysterical. It's, it's a classic one. So Chatty re- replies. Um, can you work, can you work without name calling? Why is it the left is always so angry and first to call names? So my response, fuck you. (laughs) I'm waiting for an apology. 
I told you I would not address you with any degree of respect as long as you persisted in your accusation that I would condone the abuse of a child. Asshole. Now, address the issues and apologize. So then Chatty responds with, All right, I'm done. You're an immature drone. You need to grow up. My response? Nice. Dodge the issues. You don't have any answers anyway, clearly. Um, and don't own up to your mistake. Drone. Funny. Were we drones on the podcast you came on? I'm immature. You attack me without reason and accuse me of a tragedy. And lastly, you're done? Fuck you. <laughs> um, and then he responds with, no, you were very kind on the podcast. Typical attribute of a keyboard warrior. Now I'm a warrior. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even wearing any armor. Uh, and then, and then, so, th- and this is the last thing. He hasn't responded to this. And so I said, because I know you're listening anyway, Chad. Um, he said, so, so I said to him, ask yourself, when exactly did my attitude towards you change? Think about it. Also, oh the, oh, the last thing he said was, oh, you know, very mature. Your family would be so proud of you. Yeah. For me, basically calling him an asshole and saying, fuck you. Um, <laughs> you know, Adam. So I said, uh, also ask yourself, would, would your family be proud of you of accusing someone of something like, the, like you did? Accusing me of embracing pedophilia, the abuse of a child. Just admit you did something wrong and fix it. It's so simple. I did nothing wrong. I will not back down. And Chad, because I know you're listening to this, fuck you. Um, <laughs> just apologize. Stop being a prick. Just, just, it's, it's, it's literally the simplest thing to do, right? The whole thing around it is called apologetics, right? So just take a part of that word and add an I-Z-E and apologize, asshole. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I had to rant about that a little bit. No, it's totally fine. You get it off your chest. I yeah. Mean, the, and like the whole argument of uh, like abortion and, and, and all that stuff is just, it needs to go away. Um, uh, unfortunately, now that we have Judge Kavanaugh in <sighs> place, Roe v. Wade is probably on the chopping block. Roe v. Wade, and also that brings us to our um, the the first story. Not really a story that I want to talk about, but um, if any if any of you think back to uh, it's got to be episode four or five, so it's a year and a half ago anyway, um, when. We had actually you weren't here because I did it during the day. The day before I went to Mexico, mm-hmm. um, when I had my conversation with uh, Marissa Alexa McCool yes. from the Inciting Incident podcast and the Sister Getting Out of Hand and all that other good stuff that she does, um, I've been chatting with uh, Marissa. Or was that her that that you posted the other day the the, the audio clip? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. that, yeah. Um, about gender and yeah. stuff. Uh, did you did you get to listen to the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I did. It's it, it was it was maddening, terrifying, and so much stuff. So we've been chatting a little bit about a couple of different things, but uh, but I told her that I would take some time to appeal to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on the fa- actually. I guess I can probably share it. I'll try to share it on the on the podcast Facebook page as well. Um, I'll have to check with her to see whether it's set to public settings or whether it's only for friends, and I'll have to get her to open up to everybody so I can share it. If, if not, I'll have to look at that. Um, but then I also just wanted to take a second to appeal to everybody. So if you, you can either go to, to my Facebook page, or I don't know if, Dean, if you want to share it on yours, whatever, um, and listen to it. It's, it's about 20 minutes long. Take the time to listen to it. It is, um, it, it's, it's horrifying, and it's, it's a little bit raw. 
And in some ways, it's not raw enough. Well, it's, it all has to do with what Trump is, the Trump administration is trying to do now. Yeah. Trying to define uh, transgenders out of existence. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, so in, in some ways, it's, it's raw. And in some ways, it's, like I said, it's not raw enough. We're talking about human fucking beings. Yes. When you tear it all down to the lowest common denominator, that's all we're talking about. And, and the fact that, that a person identifies one way or another. Um, so, so, so Marissa identifies, you know, as a female, she in fact now has had surgery, um, to, to affirm that. What does that do to you and me? Well, she said something, she said something very, very telling in that, uh, in that, uh, post. Um, she said that, that, uh, this might result in them going to jail. Yeah. And some of them, and they'll be going like like uh, women will be going to men's jails because they're considered genetically male, which is terrifying. And some of them have gone as far as to now have vaginas. Yeah, and they're going to go to a men's jail. Yeah, she goes, "How do you think that's going to turn out?" Exactly, and that will be horrific. Exactly, and and it will probably lead. It'll, well, it'll probably end up killing. It'll probably end up seeing people die. Oh yeah, uh, you know, beat beat to death, raped to death. Horrible shit. Anyway, as I said before, like the question was rhetorical. What does it do to us? Absolutely fuck all. How a person chooses to live their life doesn't mean fuck all to me. I can pass by someone on the street, and and I shared this before, but there was a and I've I've told the story to several friends outside of you know this this whole arena of the podcasting thing. There's a there's a woman that I became friends with on Facebook after hearing her on another podcast. I looked her up on Facebook. At that time, I did not know that she was trans. Mm. And my first thought was, that's a really beautiful woman. She was a trans woman. Yeah. And I had no idea, and it didn't matter. I was like, this is a beautiful woman. And it didn't impact my life in any way, shape, or form. No. Because she's just living her life. Who gives a fuck? So She's living her life as she wishes to live it. Exactly. And, and it's, it's funny because, it was, it's funny when you say, you know, it's like, as she wishes, is it a choice? I mean... Is is it a choice? Well, that's just to... it, though. It's, it's come down to we're living in a world where they have to make that choice. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, you can't not a just be who you are. It, but is it a choice to live your life as who you are? But that's just it. They can't be who they are. They have to make a choice. Do <sighs> I live as Do I live as I am, or as I am being told to be? Yeah, and and so it has groups of people. Uh, uh, Mercer and her family, uh, being the only ones that I've spoken to super recently, um, basically living in fear yeah. right now. Like, like what's the next thing? So there was an interesting, um, there were a couple of interesting articles, and I want to just go over them, uh, go over them quickly. And I told Mercer that that we'd address this a little bit. And it goes back to the whole, like, I mean, you can take it as far back as as like the Holocaust, and and she was even saying, like, do you think it'll stop here? Yeah. Like if they legislate us out of existence do you think it'll stop yeah and and it's funny because with, with what you said so our friends in the u.s that we went to go visit last yeah. month right um you know um, a female couple lesbian and you know it's like so with with what marissa said you know roe v wade essentially gone um for all intents and purposes it's it's gone it's gonna fall soon yeah um same-sex marriage 
right? That's going to go on the chopping block. These, these people, when I say these people, I mean these absolute fucking scumbag, right wing, right wing religious wing nuts, because that's where it stems from. Mm-hmm. And that's why I put like the hashtag on religion poisons everything, because if it was not for the religious fundamentalism, there wouldn't be, I, I strongly believe that there would not be this push against just people living their lives as they see fit. There is no reason to push other than it says in an old book that it's wrong. Yeah. Other than that, there is no reason for it. I wonder if it actually says, I mean, I've read the Bible a lot. I don't even think the Bible addresses anything like that. Like what? Someone who is transgender. No, no, it doesn't. It, or it you said, think that it, this is just the pig-headed religious assholes they're taking, taking Leviticus to, 2013 and stretching it out? They're taking it to the next level. Anything yeah. they don't understand, they want to get rid of. Right. You're different from me, therefore you don't deserve to live. Yeah, and I'm, because I'm the one in power and I can do it, I will. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Okay, so the one article says... Um, uh, it's from the uh, the Patheos blog. It says, Trump has finally given evangelicals everything they want. July 2017, Trump announced that he was um, he would be banning transgender uh, individuals from serving in the military. That, of course, was struck down, and they were said, basically, you know, they're, they're not going to do that. I actually don't know the status of that right now. My understanding is um, if, if you are transgender in the military, you're still able to serve. Um, I don't think that's changed. And it was like a flavor of the of the day for him. Yeah. He said that to get a rise out, well, out of some people. Well, he tweeted it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tweeting public that, policy. Yeah, exactly. And then I think it's fallen by the wayside. I think basically the people in charge of the military, are like, yeah, you know, dude, you can't do that. Um, and now he's just moved on to maybe he's just moved on to something else. In February 2018, the Trump administration confirmed that they were no longer enforcing the Obama era policy of requiring public schools to give transgender children access to bathrooms. Um, and then this past weekend, October 2018, it came to light that the Trump administration is quietly rewriting Health and Human Services policy to stop transgender indiv- individuals of uh, human rights protection in Title Nine. Um, in Title Nine, the Title Nine bans discrimination. Listen to this: bans discrimination on the basis of sex. Uh, the Trump administration intends to argue that sex does not apply to transgender individuals. So this takes it on to the next thing. So uh, Marissa, just this afternoon, posted another article by The Hill saying that the Justice Department has just come out and ruled that businesses can discriminate against transgender employees. Wow. This is like hot off the press. Yeah. So now basically you're trans, so I can fire you. Yeah. Um, So let's say, (laughs) I mean... I think places like Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby, some of these other disgusting organizations were probably already finding ways to weasel around that. Like they were probably already finding creative ways to constructively either not hire people or fire people if they found out they were yeah, they found quote out unquote they, one of them. They would make their their work environment so toxic yeah. that the people would either leave or they they'd make they they'd make up some reason that they fucked up and fire them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 16 U.S. states, including 13 attorney generals and three GOP governors, um, weighed in on this case. And, uh, it's just, it's absolutely unbelievable. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable. And so this is something that, 
and I was talking to when I was talking to Marissa about this just in Facebook Messenger, because I don't I don't know uh, about this specifically when it comes to U.S. politics. If so, because the midterms are what two weeks away. Yeah. Right. If the House of Representatives flips, but not the Senate, can they still push through these bills, or do they need the cooperation of both, or do they need both the House and the Senate to flip? And this is what I said to 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 Riss in a in a Facebook message post. Do you need both the House and the Senate to flip in order to neuter Trump mm-hmm. and basically turn him into a, a lame, you know a lame duck for the next two years, so that all he can do is rule by executive order? Like yeah. do and I don't think you can get away with that kind of stuff of executive order if it comes to constitutional uh, matters like that. I think like if the if the if the House and Senate flip and Trump tried to sign that kind of executive order. I think that's where you'd see the House and the Senate kind of gang up on him and say, no, dude, you can't do shit like that. Yeah. Um, but what she said to me was kind of, it, it's like it almost doesn't matter because it makes it so unfavorable. It still makes it dangerous. She doesn't feel safe. Her family doesn't feel safe. And even if the House and the Senate flip, when we were talking to having this conversation, it doesn't make the whole thing moot. It's like, we still don't know whether or not we want to stay because we don't maybe know what's going to happen in 2020, and that's me extrapolating a little bit, don't know what's going to happen in 2020, or there's still maybe other safety issues, and we still may need to, to get the fuck out. Um, I'm attempting to help her. That's all I'll say um, as far as that goes. And my hope is is that we are able to do this. Actually, my, my hope is is that the U.S. fixes its fucking self. That's what I was just about to say. America is so fucking broken. Yeah. That aside, <laughs> um, other than someone waving a magic wand and that happening, uh, then the hope would be that, that, that we can provide some kind of help. Um, oh, just before we get into the news, uh, how about a uh, whole bunch of fucking pipe bombs? Oh, my God. Yeah. Hillary Clinton, um, all the, all the uh, Democrat uh, and CNN, right? Uh, yeah. Was, I can't remember the exact list. but This it was, morning, it's... Robert De Niro's house? Really? You didn't see that? Oh my God! Robert De Niro's place in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, he was so the guy that this... was fuck Trump. Yeah, I right? know. Is this is this one person or is this a group that is getting together and doing this? I because some of these things were hand delivered. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not, and the biggest part of me thinks, even if they know they ain't saying shit yet, um, I don't think. My guess is. You're not going, the general public is not going to know what they know until they got people in cuffs. Yeah. Because they don't, they won't necessarily want but, pe- person or people uh, getting wise to it, running something, right, right. so on, blah, 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 blah. Whoever is doing this, what do they hope to accomplish? I have no idea. Are they hoping to silence people from speaking out against Trump? I was thinking about that. Shannon and I were talking this about that. This is just going to make it, the voices even louder. Is it. Is it a scare tactic? Hey, Dem, shut the fuck up, or or we'll get we might get you, um, to maybe try to quell um, voter uh, turnout. I watched a that's terrifying. Yeah, I watched a very troubling um, John Oliver uh, uh, segment about voting um, and how uh, ex cons in many states can't vote. Um, Felons, yeah. Some states. Say that you know you went to jail, you paid you paid your dues, you can vote. Mm-hmm. Um, other states do not. Right. Florida, in particular, because uh, because the 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 system is so uh, skewed, 
and there's more uh, blacks in jail than there are whites, it disproportionately affects uh, black voters. An already marginalized group, yeah. Right. So he actually went through and said that in Florida, one in six adult black males cannot vote. One in six. Wow. Just under 20%. Yeah. So this is like, and they have other people who have, who have, they, they, they are uh, out of the system now and they're right. making good on their lives. They've got jobs and they're doing well. They're paying taxes, but they still cannot vote. Yeah. I don't know how, I think, and this is the difference between, one of the many differences between Canada and the U.S. is the whole felony thing, right? Because like, um, so we have, I mean, we only really have kind of like, I don't even know what it's called. Like, that's how little exposure I have to the justice system in Canada. There's, in Canada, there's criminal offenses, that, and that's the big deal. And then there's everything that isn't a criminal offense. Yeah. You know, so like, uh, w- whatever, kind of just like minor shit, like, you know, um, you know, disturbing the peace or some shit like that is not a criminal offense, as opposed to like armed robbery, criminal yeah. offense. Yeah. And in the U.S., there's like, there's several layers of misdemeanors. Yeah. And then there's felony, which is the big, which is the big one, probably equivalent to our level of criminal, def- uh, criminal offense, but even way more. Yeah. Because if you're, if you have a criminal offense in Canada, once you've paid your debt to society, you're good. Yeah. Well, they were even saying like that the whole, the whole non not, not being allowed to vote thing, they, they checked it and only 18% of all the people that weren't allowed to vote were actually violent offenders. Like people who actually did something right. really bad. The rest of them were people who, you know, were picked up on drug offenses, stupid or drug offenses, or even like moving violations. Like. Are there moving violations? There's apparently moving there. violations, but I mean, like this, like vehicular like, manslaughter. Something no, no, like no, that? no. Like, like, like when you move your house, something was done incorrectly, and they got charged for it. I mean, these are the kind of offenses what? that that prevent these people from voting. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. How the fuck do we get on that? I don't know. DOJ stuff. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> so move on. Uh, to uh, to the rest of our, our news. Um, for, the, the last thing I'll say for anyone anyone who's listening who is, let's see, um, not what society... I'm going to say what society wouldn't call normal. So anyone who's not uh, cisgendered, straight... Um, I wouldn't even say what society calls normal because society is, is much more liberal than... Than what's American going on society. right now? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Anyone who's not what's maybe what society what would deem Alabama, as what Alabama would deem as, Alabama, as normal. They need to draw drift into the southern. <laughs> um, anyway, for all those people who identify in some type of marginalized and now threatened group, um, please don't give up hope. Um, please stay safe. Um, if you don't vote, but I don't know why <laughs> vote and re- remember that you are loved and you are appreciated and, uh, Hey, there's always Canada. <laughs> um, yeah, we're right here. Yeah, we're, we're right here. So yeah. Uh, please remember that. All right, let's move on to the rest of the, let's talk about something easy like, uh, you know, Catholic priest diddling little kids. Um, Hey, um, you, you would think that, 
Well, it would it would make sense to you. It should make sense. I know it makes sense to you, Dean. Me? Yeah, I know it makes sense to you. But if you were a, a credibly... So let's assume you are... Uh, you're the Grand Poobah. And I am a credibly accused Catholic uh, priest. Yes. So there are allegations that are... Yeah, we've pretty much discovered that they're true. Yeah. Um... Do you think it would be? Do you think that you would put me in a you know at a at a diocese uh, or at a church right next to an elementary school? <laughs> no, I'd put you on trial. Well, I would call the police. Well, okay, but um, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> next to a school. <laughs> yeah, next to a school. Okay, so, first of all, there should be no churches next to schools at all. Yeah, that should be like it would be like no smoking on property, no no God on property. <laughs> Like we Get have that a, out of here. It's bad for your health. We have a high school just down the street here. Right. And there is a police station right next to the high school. Oh, I'm Sinclair. totally for that. Yeah, Sinclair. <laughs> there, so, yeah, so right down the street from where, where we both are, there's so there's Sinclair. And then on one side, on the west side of it, there's a fire department. Yeah. Like yeah, two, yeah. you know, 25 steps away. Yeah. And then on the other side, the other 25 <laughs> steps away, department. there's a police station and actually a police training college. DRPS, Durham Regional Police Services, has a training college right there. Yeah. So it's like, I bet Just you they surround them, <laughs> surround them with different types of law enforcement and safety. And right down the street on Anderson, there's a, there's an EMS station. There is? Yeah. There's a, there's an ambulance station right there. Oh, okay. So if anything bad happens at a school, police, fire and ambulance can be there in four seconds. Yeah. Which is well, not, the kids aren't going to be acting up too, too much. <laughs> you'd hope, not you'd, on the school you'd hope that's the case. You'd hope that's the case. Okay. Pope Francis suspended Cardinal Theodore E. McCarrick. After an informal investigation found credible allegations that he abused um, a minor about 45 years ago when he was a priest. McCarrick, who became the Vatican's most senior American to be removed for sexual abusing kids, with, his, with, uh, with four more allegations, uh, came after his suspension. Um, in July 2018, the Holy Pope Francis, whatever, this is just the way the article is written, requested that the Archbishop Theodore McCarrick would withdraw from all public ministry and events. Okay. To that end, the Archbishop McCarrick now resides at St. Fidelis Friary in Victoria, Canvas. Um, and now, this is really important, okay? Because he was admonished for what he did, mm-hmm. and his sentence from from the Pope was to remain at this um, friary and every day to engage in prayer and penance for what he did. That was the official why, slap on the wrist. But why, how, how is it that, that the Pope gets to tell them what to do and the police aren't allowed to go in there and slap the cuffs, cuffs on him. I don't know. I don't know how that, I don't know how that is because, okay, did you watch, um, the keepers? Yes. Okay. Do you watch that? Right. Yes. This is how that whole thing brewed up for anyone who's not familiar that there's a show. I think it's still available on, on Netflix called uh, the keepers. And it's basically about the murder of a nun, uh, in Boston, like the uh, new yes, Baltimore, yes, New England yes, area, yes. uh, about 40 years ago or so, and how it's all in, embroiled in the, the Catholic Church 
and it was a Catholic school. Police law enforcement. And yeah. The all the the it was an all girls school, and yeah. they were being horribly abused. Horribly abused. Anyway, I, I think it has something to do with that. I think it has to do with the way. Like like religion poisons everything, and it creeps into all of these different aspects. No, of but our if lives. they 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 basically have enough evidence to say that yes, he did it, how come the Pope gets to say what his punishment is? I don't. If know. we had some, if if he wasn't a priest, if he was just some dude on the street who was accused, and they had enough evidence to say that yes, you have molested young boys, would he not be arrested or something? Uh, you think, but no, that that actually didn't happen. No, I'm just saying, like, if he was a regular dude, does would that happen? Uh, yeah. Like, if 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 somebody if I did something that horrific, and somebody found out about it, the police found out about it, I'd get those really cool bracelets that go up <laughs> in the back. But I mean, like, so why so why is it why is it any different? And and I I think it goes back to what I said. I think it goes back to society's thinking and oh, you know, an internal quote unquote internal matter. I think that, I think it's that simple. Do they have special legal status? I know they do within Vatican City. Vatican is is a nation state. Well, that's the Vatican. We're talking about Kansas. Kansas. I don't know. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Hmm. And right now, if you search, so basically, if so you he's do, at this friary. What, what were you saying? He's at this friary. Yeah. Praying and uh, praying and doing penance for the rest of his life. And this this friary, whatever you want to call it, they make yeah. French fries there. I don't know. The, is right next to a school. Yeah. Um. And that's all. That's all it basically says. He's got to um, pray and say penance. Yeah. Neither the archdiocese, um, neither the archdiocese, uh, nor the pope would would comment on anything. However, if you do a if you do a Google search. Apparently, this is something you can Google search. You will see his residence pop up right next door to an elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. So he's looking out the window all day. Yeah. And if all he, I mean, well, no, that's, I shouldn't even say that. But if all he does is look out the window, that's one thing. But if people aren't concerned that something more is going to happen, they should be. Yeah. I don't know what I do in a situation like that. Like, like if you, if you, if you knew, if you were the member of the general public and you knew something like that was going down. How do you, how do you just go about your day? How do you leave your kid in that school? I don't know. Yeah. It's fucked I, up, man. Um, okay, on to our next story. Well, as we've said, it's, uh, uh, whatever, go ahead. <laughs> we can, we can try a million ways to skin that cat, man. It's not going to make it any better. Hey, you remember how we talked about, um, that, uh, that, that shithole family in Oklahoma the um, family that owns Hobby Lobby. Mm. We talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. And how they tried to import uh, goods, like illegally import goods, and set up a this this um, this museum. Yeah. Full of Bible shit. Well, so they 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 got a bunch of what they thought were Dead Sea Scrolls, <laughs> and turns out they're fake. Oh really? But they paid a shitload of money for it. Of course they did. So that's kind of funny. The irony is they, they paid a shitload of money for fake religious stuff. They got taken. <laughs> no, listen to it again. They paid a shitload of money for fake religious stuff. That's beautiful. Yeah. I can dine out on that for weeks. Um, so it may come as a surprise. 
uh, but five of the Dead Sea Scrolls stored in the Museum of the Bible are actually fake. The Washington, D.C. Museum discovered uh, that the allegedly ancient relics of early religious scriptures were fraudulent after the scrolls underwent forensic testing. Now, right away, okay, we have to, we have to, ta- we have to look at this the right way. Now, Dean, <laughs> carbon dating is inaccurate. And since we know they only use carbon dating, we know that these scrolls are actually real, but this is, a, this is an attempted cover-up to try to hide the truth. Now, you made an uh, extraordinary claim there about carbon dating. Well, um, yeah. Where is your evidence that carbon dating is, doesn't work? Well, we know, well, we in fact know that carbon dating, that, that carbon dating only works so far back, right? Yeah. And that's why... It went well within the time when this thing was around. And that's why we know, but, and it's, it's funny because I was reading an article about how when it comes to uh, papers and other things, this, so they sometimes use other forms of radiometric dating. Um, and so, but that's well, what Well, yeah, carbon dating is a very specific um, yeah. way of dating something. It only works so far back because of the, the half-life of carbon-14. And it also gives you a very broad range, which right. is why they use other elements and other ways of dating things. Right. Known as, broadly known radiometric as radiometric dating, dating. Not necessarily carbon dating. Right. Okay. German-based scholars test, uh, tested the fragments and found that, um, that five showed characteristics inconsistent with the ancient origin and therefore will no longer be displayed in the museum. <laughs> CNN raised questions about the museum's Dead Sea Scroll fragments in an article published last November. The Green family prepared to unveil their new $500 million museum. Listen to this. At 430,000 square feet, it is one of the largest museums. 430,000 square feet, that's huge. It's big, yeah. The Bible Museum represents a significant investment for the evangelical founders. Now, scholars say the Dead Sea Scroll fragments... Um, could be part of a significant um, find. But in this instance, it's just a sham. Um, Some scholars estimate that as many as 70 forged fragments may actually be in the museum, but they haven't undergone testing yet. Um, And again, so uh, the Greens are best known for their chain of Hobby Lobby crafts, fuck you guys, um, stores and their religious freedom battle, battle with the Obama administration over covering com- contraception. Hobby Lobby is that famous company that was determined to have rights, like a, a, a corporation that has rights yeah, and can discriminate against people because they don't want to provide contraception to their employees. Um, the Hobby Lobby family has been in hot water over the years because they accidentally smuggled valuable artifacts from Iraq. We talked about this before. Accidentally. Yeah, accidentally on purpose. So they're basically, what they're trying to do is they're trying to subvert, um, because every country where there's antiquities, there are laws, right? You can only take so much shit out. Um, Some of the shit has to stay where it is, so on and so forth. And what they were doing is trying to bypass that. But the funny thing is, the, the irony is, in trying to bypass, they found shady people who sold them fake shit, <laughs> which I think is hysterical. Which I, think I, is want to, I want to know how much they paid for this stuff. I hope, I hope whoever ripped... I, it's, it's like rooting for the bad guys. Um, last weekend, last weekend or the weekend before, Shannon and I watched the, the Ocean's 8. Yeah. Um, the, with the all-female cast. 
It was oh, really okay. cool. I haven't seen that yet. It was cool. Yeah? I liked it. Um, uh, anyway, it, it's one of those things where you end up rooting for the bad guys. Yeah. Right? You, you're rooting for the people who are going to be committing a crime to succeed. Well, you do that in all the Oceans movies, right? And so I found myself... So I find myself sitting here looking at this saying... I hope they got ripped off <laughs> and I hope the people that are doing it are, are doing godless things with the money. <laughs> I hope they bought Coke and hookers. <laughs> right. Um, it's hookers it's just, and below. Hookers exactly. and below. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah. So I thought that that was, um, was interesting in the vein, uh, in our next story is, is, in, is in the same vein. <laughs> yes. Um, of Christian fuckery. Yes. All right. I didn't know this until I read this article. So you know what you know, a Christian mingle, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's a Christian dating site. Yeah. And J-Date. Yeah, J-Date. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Right. Yeah. The so there's Jewish Christian mingle site. and J-Date. They're owned by the same people. Really? Okay. Yeah. How inclusive of them. Exactly. Um, and apparently they've ripped off customers to the tomb of $985,000. How? Well, let's read the story. <laughs> let's, let's go to the tape. Um, the company that owns and operates religious dating website, um, Christian Mingle and J-Date, uh, which often relies on the appearance of moral superiority to recruit, uh, to recruit users, must pay $985,000 for failing to properly inform members about fees. So Spark Networks USA, LLC, is what they're all under, <laughs> like the parent company, yeah. uh, was ordered to pay nearly $1 million in restitution to customers who had subscriptions that were automatically renewed. Ah. Okay. So basically, according to this law, in the, you know when you click on something and you say, okay, if you don't, well, if you don't, you know, say you don't want anymore, we just auto-charge your credit card. We just keep charging it yeah. until you tell us not to. Exactly. So that's basically what was happening. Uh, under a judgment negotiated with Spark uh, Networks uh, that was signed in the Santa Monica Superior Court, court the company was fined $500,000 in penalties and a further almost $500,000 um, in restitution. Um, they were also ordered to, to, change, their, to change their sites. It must clearly and conspicuously di- disclose the renewal terms. They must get customers' consent through a separate checkbox yeah. in order to say auto-renew. And they must send a clear summary of the renewal terms via email. Yeah. And they also must allow customers to cancel easily. Yeah. This is kind of, that's a kind of bit of fuckery, right? Like if you join something, there are a lot of times if you join something in Canada and you say, I want to cancel, say, well, you know, you have to give us 30 days notice. We're going to make, we're going to get one more month's worth of money out of you. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit of fuckery. The only site that I've ever been to with, where that was part of their thing where like, you know, we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep charging until they tell us not to. It was very obvious. Yeah. Going through the sign up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there was a separate checkbox for saying that you want to do this, but it was already checked, right? So you had to specifically oh, uncheck it. That's cheap. Right? So if you're just quickly clicking next, 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 it'll be checked and you won't even notice. <laughs> it's like Apple Terms of Service. Yeah. Nobody ever reads it. <laughs> well, there's that thing. Like, I, I, I've we noticed We get your that, entire estate upon your death. Okay. Yeah. I've let noticed... Me, let, me, let me play Candy Crush. <laughs> I've noticed that now... 
there's more things where it's not automatically checked. It's 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 unchecked, and you have to specifically check it. So I think yeah. something has happened to cause them to do this. Because before I noticed, like a while ago, before it was always checked out. Like, and you just and if you click next, you you you'd have it. Right. But now it's unchecked by default. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So like I put in my Facebook post, we have some audio. This is by far one of these. One of these is by far the, I'm virtually convinced that it's the funniest thing I've ever heard a human being say. (laughs) It is so ridiculous. It is fucking unreal. And I know I say this about every bit of audio, but fucking telling you, you don't take a drink when I'm playing this thing (laughs) because you'll be, I'll have to buy new microphones. Um... Okay, so Paul, uh, John Gleason, uh, he's on YouTube as the Godless Engineer, just recently did an interview with Matt Powell. Matt Powell's one of the guys I want to try to get on here. He's fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> this dude says some shit. Like, first of all, he's, he's like the to Bible literalist to the nth degree. He, he is on YouTube saying the government, not, not us, right? Because yeah. he, he doesn't want any blood on his hands. But the, because the Bible says gays should be executed, the Bible should round them up and kill them. Or sorry, the, the government, government should round them, them up and kill them. He's on fucking tape saying that shit. But does the Bible say that gays should be killed? Leviticus 2013. It says it's an abomination. If a man, No, if a man lays with a man as he does uh, a woman, he's committed abomination. Um, uh, they should be put to death and their blood shall be upon them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I typically don't always so read like the whole. When bit of it. since when is America uh, like under Sharia law? Um, <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. But but this motherfucker. Woof. Okay. And and he's and but he was um um when he was on Godless Engineer um he he said a couple of other really interesting things. <laughs> and really interesting. The, eh? the following audio. Um, is, is that. Okay. Um, Let's hear it. Buckle the fuck up. <laughs> Hang on. I got to make sure my audio's all the way up. Yeah, it is. Because I had shit turned down earlier. You know, for long enough, nobody's really going to talk about it. You know, obviously there's not going to be a ton of talk about these things. And the thing is, I do believe there was talk about these things. I believe if we study history. Okay, hang on. He hasn't even said anything yet. Just take a wild fucking guess. What's he going to say? Something about gays? I don't know. No. you. It doesn't matter. I, we could sit here. We're at 58 minutes. Yeah. We could sit here till four hours and 58 minutes. You'd never fucking guess. Never. You know, the Confederates were able to shoot pterodactyls. You know. It- oh, what? <laughs> what? During the Civil War. <laughs> the Confederate Army shot pterodactyls. No, listen. <laughs> Back in the Civil War, and they spread these things out. Anybody can look it up online. They spread these things out, and this is this is this is excuse me. This is a historical fact. It's a so, historical you know, fact. So they spread this thing out, and it's got a huge wing length. It's a pterodactyl they shot. So of course these things have been around. Now they went extinct, obviously, slowly. Sixty-five million years ago. <laughs> What is, isn't that the estimate? Humans and dinosaurs are separated by like 65 million years of evolution. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, 65 million years they went extinct, so human modern humans have been around for what, like 200,000 years or some shit like that. Yeah. So there's no, like So not the Civil War. Is what no, you're saying. Not the Civil not the, War. Not 200ish years ago. No. No. Two, not 200. <laughs> okay. But surely. And so I don't believe that just because, you know, at some point in time okay, coming from your perspective, yeah. I I know what he's talking about because there are faked photographic pictures from what looks like Civil War era right. where there are some guys holding a pterodactyl spread out. There was a picture of it on this post. Yeah, there's a picture online of it. It's um been is it, it's an admitted fake. The people who took the picture said, "Yeah, this is fake." Right. And he's using it as evidence. Hang on. But if it's on if it's on the internet, it's true. <laughs> That's what I was told. I was told if it was on the internet, it's true. And you're saying it's not. You got to check your sources. Oh, man. That, you know, just because they stopped talking about it means that they never saw it. When we have all this evidence that they've seen it. Does that make All this evidence. Yeah, one picture. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Like with the Peruvian stones, um, just tons and tons of things. Viking ships. I mean, I could, I mean, there's so much. And just, just the fact that we're finding, and not to change the subject, but just the fact that we're finding fossilized seashells up on the top of Mount Everest, that they're constantly finding these things, just shows that Mount Everest must have been covered with water at some point. So there is, you know, there's evidence for a global flood. And no, so- there... <laughs> I stopped it there. It's not global flood. It's Everest was on the bottom of a sea, was part of a sea floor at one point. Yeah. How are mountains ago. made? Exactly. Yeah. You want to go like it, 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 he's so fond of looking things up on the internet. Look up shifting tectonic plates. Look up Pangaea. Look up where India was before it smashed into Asia. And it's funny because I remember the first time. I remember the first time I heard the they found seashells. How'd they get there? And for about seven seconds, it was uber convincing. And then I was like, but wait a minute. <laughs> So Matt Powell, he's, it took longer than, I don't think he's still, it's not convinced. For me, it took about, and I'm exaggerating, of course, I had to look, I had to look it up a little bit and then I realized, oh yeah, mountains, um, tectonic plates rubbing together, pushing up. Um, so they came from the ocean. Oceans are where seashells are. Some got stuck. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense (laughs) rather than global flood. Um, well, even like, even come on. Even if there was a global flood, it would never reach the top of the Himalayas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where did, where did it go? The where Bible did the water says... Go? Where did the water go? The, listen, <laughs> the Bible is clear. It covered the whole earth. But isn't there something like, there, like the people, the flat earth fuckers that believe that there's, there's, there's a firmament, there's a dome. Yeah. And there's water on top of the dome, which is why the sky's blue. I don't know. Listen, I know what the Bible says. <laughs> and it's stupid. Um, okay. Okay. The next one. The, ne- the next one. Dean. We have to go to our friend Kat Kerr. All right. The Christian prophetess. Um, first of all, she says she's seen Jesus and he's six feet tall. <laughs> She measured him. Not only seen him. Yeah, she exactly. Measured. He was standing. He was walking through a doorway with the measuring tape thing on the side. He was leaving Max Milk. And yeah. There you go. Hey, six. Jesus, turn around. Yeah, I thought that was you. Six feet, motherfucker. Hey, Jesus. 
<laughs> he turned. Look, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Um, this Jesus is working at Loblaws. Hey, he's a checkout guy. He's a go to Loblaws. There's a guy. Really? <laughs> he looks like Jesus. He's looks just like some Jesus? kid working there, but he looks like Jesus. Oh, he's got man. the beard okay. and everything. There's there is no there is no there's no. Um, this is. <laughs> I'm gonna play the whole thing. It's three minutes and twenty five seconds long. We won't get that far into it. Oh my god! <laughs> but but the is things, it more pterodactyl stories. <laughs> no, it's not that tame. Um. Uh, okay, here we, here, here's Mrs. Um, uh, Kirk. We were talking about the Body Parts Warehouse earlier. Yeah. And, uh, how all that happens, you know, how do you requisition heaven to release a body part if you're praying for a friend or a family member that really... (laughs) Wait, what? You can put it in an order for a body part? (laughs) Requisition a body part from heaven? It gets better. (laughs) <laughs> needs something, you know, they need surgery, uh, their liver, their heart, whatever part. They actually do have a body parts warehouse in heaven. And several people have been there and seen it. And wow. it does look like a warehouse, but not like what you would see here. It's, it's the Amazon Fulfillment Center. <laughs> <laughs> so what is she saying? Just like, If you need a heart or a liver, you can just put it uh, in order. and You pray for it. And she, she goes into more detail. It's very supernatural. It's an amazing building, but they actually have a building, a protocol on how they operate, like sort go. of like we here on the earth. They actually have a huge reception. Uh, the counter that this reception is in is like the universe is in this whole uh, counter. As you're looking down, you're seeing creation and creativity all over in the universe while you're waiting. Waiting, and what happens is even she starts laughing as she's telling the story. She knows how full of shit she is. Oh my god! This even is, she's laughing. This is wackadoo. This is I've never heard anything like nope. this. Nope. Wait, it gets better. When someone prays in faith and and asks. For a body part to be sent, they say, I asked for a requisition to be given to the body parts. <laughs> I asked for a wow. requisition to the body parts department. In her office envelope. That my friend needs a new heart or they need new eyes. Whatever that requisition is, She's when sweet, that man. prayer is released, it's sent to this body parts warehouse and they will call for an angel to come from the back of the warehouse, and they will hand them this requisition, which is the request. Wow. They then take it into this other place. I haven't been in the other place, but I know they're getting it approved. She hasn't been to the other place. Oh, wait. It has to get approved. It has to get approved. <laughs> the requisition is handed to an angel, and the angel takes it to another place where it, it has approved. to go through an approval process. What if it's a back order? <laughs> it gets better. A literal back it order. It gets better. She hasn't been in the other. She's been in the first place. Though. She's been in the reception. Yeah. Where she sees creation and creativity all around <laughs> her. It gets better. It has to be stamped to prove for this stamped. time or else they would stamp it for another time. The Body Parts Warehouse has been established. It's been in heaven for a very long time. And I actually was present in a meeting when the body parts were sent down from heaven. Wow. So let me go back a little bit because when they go in that yeah, room and it's stamped approved, that angel goes to the back of the Now, now what do you think she... You never get it. Doesn't fuck, forget it. <laughs> when, 
warehouse where there are thousands of bins, <sighs> like clear see-through bins, not plastic ones. No, not plastic. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> plastic bins would be ridiculous. I mean, come on. Oh, plastic bin. It's like they're sustained by nothing. They're like suspended. They're just suspended in the air, Wait. these bins. And they will go in there, and if it was for new eyes, they go collect the two eyes. By the way, they're alive and living. The hearts are beating. The eyes are the seeing. The hearts are beating. In the... the eyes are seeing. They're yeah. floating there looking around. <laughs> what are they looking at? But they're not pick attached. Me, pick me. They're not attached to a brain. <laughs> <laughs> and the hearts are beating. The hearts are beating. What are they doing? Pumping. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> These transparent bins that are just suspended in air. They're in an orderly manner, like you go down rows and you get what It's not all haphazard. <laughs> She should visit the actual Amazon warehouse where there is nothing. There's there's no there's there's no uh, organization. Everything's yeah. on every shelf. Yeah, because <laughs> it works better. Body parts are needed for that person, but all these parts are alive because there is life in heaven, no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. And they take them. This is this is a wonderful part. They take them then when they've got them and they put them in a box and gift wrap them. Thank you, Fred. Oh my god! Put them in a box and gift wrap them. Gift wrap. What is it like? Birthday paper, Christmas paper. Put a big bow on they it. Gift. They gift wrap it. This Ew. is. Oh my god! Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> gift wrap body parts. Jesus fuck. Um. And I know people would say, that is so weird, why would they do it? Because this is a gift from God. This is not something they could do for <laughs> themselves or get themselves. This was God uh, being moved <sighs> either by the face of the person asking or the face of the person who de desperately needs this. And I can't determine why. Well, whoever proved it with a stamp. Yeah, exactly. It's a what gift it? from them, is too. Is it God sitting there? <laughs> Jeez, these fucking hours are killing me. Stamp. Stamp. Like, yeah, who's this angel? has got to work mm. all day getting body parts for people. Exactly. Now, now, uh, is is it unionized? <laughs> <laughs> and do they have coffee? Hopefully they have decent, co decent coffee breaks. Uh, I would say, like, if I'm an angel, I, I would hope that I wouldn't have to work in a warehouse. Yeah. Like... <laughs> What kind of fucking shit under the stick is that? Like, he went to hell. <laughs> you were. It's like, at least there, we were talking before, there might be fucking hookers and blow. <laughs> I don't in heaven, I have to, who sweeps the floor? <laughs> what happens if the eyes pop out of the bin? Yeah. Oh, the shit. The clear bin a... that are just floating there. Yeah. Uh, not disorderly. No. Not disorderly. She's not quite done. Oh, my God. I just know this happens. And so they I will get know. them, put them in a gift box. The angels will come down to earth and they walk through that person with these body parts. They walk through them with a gift box and they walk through the person and come out the other side and the box is gone and the parts have been put in the body right where they're needed. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay, there's a lot of people out there that are miraculously being healed with brand new body parts, new hearts, new eyes, new livers. I don't, I've never heard a story of anybody going into the hospital, needing a new organ, and getting a new organ without surgery being performed. 
Yeah. So quite. So her story is quite literally. It's a thing that has never happened. Yeah. It's never been recorded. But she just knows it's good. It happens. And, well, she's been there. Yeah. She's been there. And apparently she's seen how these organs get into these people by the angels walking through. What happens to the box? You know what I want? <laughs> the box is gone. She doesn't say the box is empty. The box is gone. I know. It thinks they could keep the box and reuse it. I know. I know. I know. That it doesn't, was, uh, it doesn't, she was, she's, she's special. I, um... What kind of organ donor program do they have to have, to have all these spare parts? Oh, like where, yeah, do the, it, where do the parts come from? Does she not know about um, the immune system and how things have to be uh, specifically matched to that person? Um, okay, so Dean, you know how there's like an OEM part <laughs> and, and like a, a generic part? <laughs> yeah. Are these all generic parts? I don't know. You would hope that if it came from heaven, it was OEM. <laughs> You'd hope. Yeah. Like, I would want to have the... Like, the original... I want to have the Intel Inside stamp on there. <laughs> right? After the approval stamp. After the approval stamp. Um, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. What the fuck? How fucking stupid is this woman? That's that's a special kind of crazy. That is a new level of absolute fucking outrageous stupidity. Where does she, where, like, where does she... Why would you say that out loud? Um, <laughs> yeah, because she said that out loud. She she actually she actually made her mouth part move. No, but I mean like why would you even come up with that? It's never happened. Nobody has ever needed a new body part and it was just there. You're right. Never ever has that ever happened. So why would she even come up with that ridiculousness? Like why why, why how would that even enter her head? Nobody have, has ever received a new body part. On their own. You're right. What else did you want me to say? So why would she say that? Because she's stupid. <laughs> because she's fucking dumb. Or I, do, <clears throat> could, could, she, could she have convinced herself of this? Is she just stark raving mad? Does she think that people are like... That was rhetorical, Dean. <laughs> Does she think that people are, like, <clears throat> sick at home and need a new heart, and then they just get one? I don't know. But fucking hell. Fucking hell. She is... That, yeah, it's a whole new level of crazy. Now, we do have one more piece from Kat Kerr. But I'm going to save wow, that till... she is. Yeah. She is, she is special. Yep. But I'm going to save her last part until last... Because it might be funnier. It's not. No, it's not funnier. This was funnier. But the outrageousness. The, 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 see, this is outrageous too. I don't know what to say. We have one more clip from Kat Kerr. Wow. Uh, the next sound clip is from um, your favorite and mine, uh, Marie Osmond. Oh, wow. We haven't yeah. heard from her in 100 years, other than fucking Nutrisystem ads on CNN. Um, she's very upset, Dean. Why is that? She's very upset. <laughs> I think I should just play the audio. <laughs> She's very upset. Um, uh, Christians are losing their rights. Oh no! Yep, yep. Yeah. She came to this revelation. The first thing I should say is, one, she came to this revelation in Hawaii, and second, she's reading her comments off of her phone. 
there's video for this and she's sitting there with her phone scrolling <laughs> as she, I don't know whether she's posting to Twitter, uh, whether she's Facebook live streaming or whether she's reading her comments, but she's got her phone in her hand as she's talking on the microphone. Wow. And she's upset. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, there's strength in numbers. And, uh, but there's not truth in numbers. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. She's. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, really, why are we here? That's a good you know, question. Several years ago, I realized that some people say, and it's like a, a wave that's coming. And, and that's what made me think of Hawaii, too. There's this wave that Christianis, Christianity has had its day. That well, the only. world has changed. And Christians are out of touch. Yes. That we need to... So far, I agree out with of most touch of what with she's reality, saying. Out of touch with reality, yes. Yeah, so far, so far, Maria Osmond and I are in agreement. <laughs> so far. Christianity should have had its day, and they're out of touch. Yeah. So far, we're on the same page. It doesn't hold up. Um, move on to modern times in this world that we live in and we need to let the past be the past and we have a lot of pressure to accept worldly values and things that where people feel that the world has changed but we know that God never changes and I look at our Christian families and the values that we hold dear. And there's, like I said, this great storm and this struggle where we could lose our freedoms and we could lose our values and the things that we hold so dearly. How do you lose your values? (laughs) Fuck, I left them in my other pants. (laughs) How do you lose your values? Your values might change over time. Yes. Hopefully for the better. Hopefully for the better. Your val- but how do you... Lo- Shit, what happened? Honey, where'd you put the values? <laughs> they're gone. Fuck, they're still on the plane. Who knows where they're headed now? You can't lose your values? No, that's how you feel. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Fucking hell. As Christians, to worship our God freely. And we are one nation that was created under God. Nope. And... The world that we are living in right now is trying to remove those freedoms from us. There she goes. In where, where? Where? It's, listen. Where in the world are they trying to remove Christian freedoms? You'll hear it. Certainly just, not in America. Just, just wait. <laughs> and I tell you, I know that it is time for us to be Ohana, to be united as a family, because we are weak individually, but we are strong as we are united. Now, there's one of the big, that's one of the biggest lies and traps religion ever ever told you. Yeah. You're weak. You're a worm. You're nothing. You need my God. Yes. You need these people. Give us, oh, by the way, can we have your 10% and we'll make you strong. Yeah. It's a fucking lie that religion tells. She said it. We're weak. And the yeah. whole Ohana, be a family together. Fuck off. There's thousands of fucking denominations of Christianity. None of them can fucking agree on anything. Uh, and it's like, I was having a Twitter conversation with somebody. It's like, and they were, I was talking to somebody, but I don't even remember what it was now. And it's like, fuck off. 
all you Christians get together, decide which God we're supposed, you decide internally which God we're supposed to worship and get back to us with the research on that. And then I'll tell you how that God's probably bullshit. (laughs) I think I'm, I'm, I was angry in that post. Marie Asman's got me fucking pissed off. And this fucking fake crocodile fucking tears. Fuck you. We are. We are powerful. Who is she talking to that's, that's applauding this shit? It, she's, she's, at the, she's standing up in front of like a church congregation. And the fucking sheeple are clapping. I believe that standing together strong... And showing the world that the teachings and the example of Jesus Christ are not only timely more than ever, but are timeless. Which one? The, the, is it the one where he says, if you don't hate your family, you can't be my disciple? That one? Yeah, yeah. Is that timeless? Would we call that timeless? He says you have to hate your brother, you have to hate your mother, you have to hate your father. Yeah, and even your own life. Yeah. And if you don't do that, you can't. Or is it the turn your plowshares into swords. Yeah. Or if you don't have, oh no, well, no, the verse actually I think is beat your swords into plowshares. But there's another verse where Jesus says, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. Is that the one? <laughs> I, um, tonight, I love that we are uniting together in a celebration of song and love and passion for our beloved God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, to worship through a music today. And I I pray that the Holy Spirit will be here, that we will, um, in our efforts to be Ohana this evening, that we will all have faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I say this in in his beautiful name. Amen. Yucka, yucka, yucka. Um, Yeah. But no, you ask an interesting question. Exactly how has this... I'm looking for an example of religious... I'm trying to think of an example of Christian persecution. Yeah. I can't think of one. When, where is it happening? Where exactly is are, are, is there a war on Christmas? And where exactly <laughs> are Christians losing and their where rights? Where can I sign up for that war? Like, no. where, 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 where are they losing their rights? They're not. It's fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's fucking fake victimhood. Yep. Fake news. Um, in that same theme, our another one of our fucking cuckoo friends, Rick Wiles... Um, he's the one who has that, uh, show true news, T R U N E W S. Yeah. Um, true news. Yeah. True. Well, true. at least it's not actual true. Yeah. Well, T R U E. Um, he takes what Marie Osmond said a step further. Brother, there is a fucking Christian slaughter. Coming. Oh, wow. Okay. A slaughter. Yeah, here's uh, here's uh, Ricky Boy. This this Marxist communist anti-Christ revolution that is in full bloom in the United States of America. Folks, make no mistake about it. This thing is anti-Christian. Yes, they hate God. These people are. He's got his own. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Against God, these people love to abort babies 
They love to promote sexual... I love nothing more than abort me a baby. <laughs> Come over here so I can pull that baby out of you. That's right. Hey, are you using that? Are you using that? My hand is warm. <laughs> when I reach up there, fuck off. Immorality. They, everything that drives them is in opposition to God yes. and his moral laws. His moral that laws are fucking ridiculous yeah. and horrible. Yeah. I am more moral than your fucking God. It, it, almost anyone is. Almost anyone. I don't hate. I, I mean, I don't. I don't love giving abortions, but I don't want to take away a person's right to have one if they want one. Exactly. If, <laughs> how many times have we said, if you don't want an abortion, you should totally not get an abortion? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm in favor of? Letting people have rights. Bodily autonomy. I'm oh. not, I don't want to take away rights. I don't want to say, you have to do what I say. But that's it. You just hit the nail on the head. That's where their freedoms are being taken away. They can't tell you how to live your life. Yes. And in doing so, my Christian liberty is being suppressed. <laughs> because I can't tell you how to live your life. How fucked up is that? Yeah. My liberty lies in telling you what to do. That's right. And the Supreme Court says, no, actually it doesn't, but that's going to change. That's going to change, yeah. Let's get back to Ricky. They immediately kill the pastors. Here we they go. immediately kill Christians. When? They immediately what? burn the churches. Why? Because... The cross is their enemy. Do not be fooled by what's happening in America. The people, these anarchists in America, their enemy is not the Republican Party. If I'm not mistaken, the last organization to burn crosses was the KKK. <laughs> I, I might be off. Good God fear and clan. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they were the last ones to burn crosses. Yeah. On people's lawns. What is he saying? He just said the enemy is not the Republic, Repub, Republican Party? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the Republican Party the, the right-wing Yes, freaks? but this, remember, this is Rick Wiles we're talking about. Their enemy isn't corporations. Their enemy is the church. They're coming against the church. Yes. Oh, this is, okay. And I've been warning people for years and years and years, you better get ready. You better be prepared. If these people ever get power. They don't have any power now. Obama was in office for eight fucking years. He didn't come for their guns. He didn't try to take away their religious liberty. He didn't do any of that shit. The, 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 the Dems, the, the, the anarchist left, had power for eight fucking years. And, and they did none of the things yeah. that they're saying. And now... With a Republican House, Senate, and Executive Branch. Now you have to be prepared. Now you got to be scared because they're going to just fucking roll over everybody. Now that they have no power. Yeah. Now that right, right now, as we speak right now, the Democratic Party is fucking neutered. They can't piss without asking permission. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. They're going to slaughter. Here it is. Tens of thousands of pastors. Tens of thousands of Christians. They will spill blood in America. That is their purpose. That like Charlottesville, like yeah, spill, yeah. like where, where where is he getting this from? 
Like, like what? Straight out his ass. <laughs> That's where he's getting. He's getting it tens, from Cat Kerr. Tens of thousands of Christians will just be killed. This yeah. people will just go up and say, "Hey, are you Christian? Yes, I am." Boom. If they <laughs> murdered tens of thousands of pastors, there wouldn't be any left. Maybe Joe Olstein, because the bullets would bounce off his teeth. <laughs> um, there wouldn't be any pastors. Yeah. They'd be gone. Tens of th- not ten. That, but that's that's coming up. It, when it's not happening yet. Okay. If if the if the if the Dems are successful in the midterms, is that what you mean? I have no idea what this, this guy's fucking talking out his ass. All right, hang on. Maybe he's got more. That is their objective. Yes. That was it. That's his. That's their objective. The objective of of who? The Democratic Party. The radical left. The you heard him say it. The communist Marxist. Oh right. Right? Because that's what, now, that's the clever bait and switch, right? Um, we don't say socialist. We say, co- we, or we, we conflate the two, right? Yeah. We, um, co- communi- socialism is communism. Yeah. No, it's fucking not. It's way more nuanced than that. Uh, but that's what they do. They, oh, no, uh, socialism, that's communism. <laughs> uh, you know, and Stalin killed a million people or whatever many fucking people he did actually kill. He, he's a, he was a murderous motherfucker. Um, but it had nothing to do with his beliefs. He was a totalitarian dictator. Um, yeah, but fucking, you better watch it, Christians. <laughs> tens of thousands. Oh, yeah. Tens of thousands. Yeah, I think I've killed a few hundred myself. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I need more bullets. <laughs> um, I, would be, I would be currently on a murderous rampage, <laughs> but I have no bullets left. No, I have morals. That uh, keep me from doing those hor- horrific things. Um, Dean, we got one left. And it's Cat Kerr. It's Cat Kerr. And um, remember that. Remember that. Uh, remember that video game where there was the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. We had to step in certain places. Get ready. There's a fucking dance party in heaven. Oh, geez. Here we go. This is a time of justice, Amen. liberty. And freedom. And that's what he stood for. That's what Kavanaugh stood for. No. No. And so they found someone to pay them to lie. Yes. That's With not answer. one shred of evidence. Nope. None. No evidence. Even his own children did not believe the lies about him. They lived with him. They knew his character. They knew that he loved God. And God picked him like he picked Trump. And he kept telling me, I don't care what they say. He is sitting on the Supreme Court. He's going to wipe out Roe versus Wade. He's going to give life to babies. Listen to that fucking screaming. Yeah. Woohoo! Like, like their team just scored a fucking touchdown. Yeah. Woohoo! We're going to take away your right to choose. Yeah. We're going to take away your rights. There we go. My, my liberty is restored. Nobody... I Okay. As a, as an atheist, I have nothing to die for. Yeah. This is the only life I have. I want to get the most out of it that I possibly can. I want to enjoy myself as much as possible and get as many spins around the sun as I can. Um, it doesn't make any... I, I'm, I'm not looking to kill anyone. I'm not looking to support anyone who wants to kill people. When are these people going to get into their thick fucking skulls? That, that aborting 
a clump of cells is not the same as murder. When are they going to get that through their thick fucking heads? When are they going to realize that uh, that stopping a bunch of a clump of cells from continuing to divide is not the same as killing a doctor who is doing that? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the people with rifles and shit standing outside of abortion clinics. I had forgotten all about that. That shit happens. It's happened in Toronto. Yeah, that shit has happened in killing Toronto. somebody who's actually alive, who has a family, who is who who has made an impact on the world. Yeah, stopping cells from dividing. They're the devil. So I'm going to take the law into my own hands and kill them. Kill the person, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The person. The person, the person dies. The actual person. Dies. The actual per- uh, 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 embryo that, that, that grew into a person and was birthed. Right. <laughs> and lived and right. grew. Dies. Yeah. That makes sense. He kept showing me, letting me see all these millions of babies who have been aborted in heaven, yeah. that are in heaven. Yeah. They sang and celebrated. Yeah. The, the clump of cells sang and celebrated. This is what they knew. Now, um, I, I'm not totally up on biology. It's not my strongest suit. Can a blastocyst sing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it can't clap. I'm pretty sure it can't. Right. No, maybe if you it, smack two of them together, it, it might make a clap. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't have a, it doesn't even have a tail yet. It can flick against its forehead to no. make a slappy, slappy sound. It's it hasn't even formed into a tube yet because right. we're all at the very basic level where a tube, a mouth, and a then a back end. Yeah, and it hasn't even done that yet. Oh, but she said they're cla- they're celebrating. <laughs> they're singing and clapping. She. And this is what she said. Dancing. Is this down the street from the Amazon Fulfillment Center? <laughs> is this down the street from the body parts place? Yeah, but make sure it's on. It's a prime order. Oh, exactly. You're fucked otherwise. The fucking eyes will go bad. If you don't pay the extra $3.99 to get them in 24 hours, they'll go bad. Yeah. And imagine the horror of looking inside the box. <laughs> Who's going to open the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, come on. <laughs> She sadly she's it's not across the street from the Amazon <laughs> yeah. body part factory. That's right. Warehouse, not factory, warehouse. Beating hearts and seeing eyes. With one angel that goes and does all the work and then gets gets the, 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 the gets the what is it? The uh The requisition. Requisitions approved. Do you think do you think God's that much of a prick that he makes him walk all the way to the back before <laughs> he sends the next one? Hey fuck I gotta walk all the way to the front again. What's <laughs> an angel? He flies around. All right, okay. That ruined my fun. <laughs> I, I like to picture the fucker walking. His wings got to be tired. Fucking sad sack, <laughs> tilted halo, fucking yeah. pouty wings, yeah. shuffling his feet in his Does sandals. Does he get the weekend off or something? I don't know. Because people need body parts all the time, yeah, no matter exactly. what time it is. It's there's always you know it's. Does he get a day of rest? Does he does, does he get, does a, he day? get a day? And will they kill him for working on the Sabbath? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, hang on. That life would change for all the babies in America. Yeah, you take care of the ones that, the babies that are born. To take their lives and wipe them away like dust, like they had that. And they have forgiven all those people. There's no anger in their little souls. 
they're free, they forgive everybody. The people who performed it, the people who allowed it, the people who voted for that to be legal, they forgave every person, but today, they had a party in heaven. <laughs> it was a party in heaven. Woohoo! It was a party. Was there cake? <laughs> was there a disco ball? Yeah. <laughs> and Dance Dance Revolution. Fear their lives being taken, and they'll get to complete their destiny on this earth. So there was a big okay. yeah, because embryos are fearful. <laughs> exactly. What's that? What's that coming for? What's that coming towards me? Oh fuck! What's that? What's that? What's that sound? <laughs> Jesus! What the fuck? What was that? Come on! Blastocysts are afraid. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. They're afraid they're going to be aborted. Yeah. I mean, uh, come on. Why would you say that? Because she's stupid. <laughs> We've been over this. All right, hang she on. just says things out loud. She just, just, just I, and she's no this filter. To, she's saying this to a group of other listening humans. And they're clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Big party in heaven today. Big party. Because of that. And the, and the father began to tell me, he said, yes, we now have, there is now God in the White House because he's welcomed and allowed to be there. And he's is this like a vampire thing? <laughs> <laughs> Can't he go anywhere? Can he, isn't he everywhere? He's allowed, but you have to, he has to be invited in. It's right. like a vampire. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a vampire. God. He's allowed in the white, but he's not allowed in schools. Wherever there's a school shooting, it's because God wasn't allowed there. God is Dracula. <laughs> there's something about the drinking of blood, eh? I want to come in. You must allow me. <laughs> Please invite me in. Please invite me in. <laughs> Jesus. Here, eat my son's blood. Exactly. Eat my son's flesh and drink his blood. Oh, don't drink all of it. I want some. <laughs> he said, and now, I have permission to be in the Supreme Court. And now he has permission. He got his stamp requisition. <laughs> Somebody approved it. There you go. Did he approve himself? I don't know. Can you do that? Can you approve, Can you approve yourself? I don't know. I approve of myself. <laughs> Generally, I approve of myself. I remember when my mom was working at the hospital, she could approve her own vacation request. <laughs> oh, see, that's fucking sweet. That is sweet. Can you have a kid? Yes, you can. I can you can see someone sitting there talking to themselves. Am I going to give myself a race today? You know I am. <laughs> fucking That's what they do fucking Congress. Sign, well, yeah, fucking sign it away shit. Um, okay, hang on. Because of Kavanaugh, as a believer, being sit on that bench, sitting on the bench of the Supreme Court, he said, now I have the right to speak into the court system. Yeah. And he said, because of that, I have assigned three special ops angels. <laughs> Did you? Special ops angels. Yeah. Now, what do you think their names are? You'll never guess. <laughs> oh, she has angels. names. Chairman, <laughs> never just tell you something. You're going to get details. Details. He has assigned three powerful angels, host of the host, and they're called, their names are Justice. Liberty and freedom. And they are assigned to protect and keep Kavanaugh and his family. And they're also assigned to help him. Amen. 
bring justice, liberty, and freedom to this country. Yeah. Special Ops Angels. Is that like a, is that like, is that like Rambo? (laughs) Is that like the Rambo Angel? I'm coming to get you. I know we've got, we, we're we're over time here, but I mean, uh, who this, cares? There's this thing I was listening to it. It was, um, what's his name? Trevor Noah. But be, yeah, yeah, between the scenes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is. I couldn't find it on on YouTube, but it was on. I finally it was it came on Facebook and I lost it and and uh, it came up again and I just had to copy the the URL for it. Because he he says this so well about the whole Trump Kavanaugh thing, okay, and what's happening today, and I don't know if we want to hear it, but it's 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 really kind of powerful. Yeah, well, the further we get away, the further Kavanaugh gets away. So you might as well play it now. <laughs> <laughs> We're already past it, but it's, right, still, let's, let's, it's still relevant. It's going to be relevant for oh, I don't know what twenty five years. Yeah, let's see if we can play this here. Just get it in front of the mic. Yep, I fucked up last week. Or the week For before. me, I feel like there is a larger narrative that goes beyond him being on the Supreme Court for a lifetime, and that is the conversation and the journey that Trump, in particular, has started around this. You know, because I, I, I don't know if you saw that, uh, that rally that he hosted, where he came out and he mocked um, Dr. Ford. I, I don't know if you saw the, the little press conference moment he gave outside the White House, where he, where he talked about men. And he said, you know, it's a really scary time to be a man right now. Really scary time for men. Worst time ever to be a man. And then someone asked, to, you know, he said, uh, you can be accused of something you didn't do and your life is over. That's it. Your life is over. And then they asked him later, they said, what about, what about women? What, what is it for them? And he was like, it's a great, women are doing great. <laughs> and you know what I realized in, in that moment? Looking at the sentiment and the message that, that Trump was conveying, it's a really powerful thing that I, I, I think people take for granted, and that is, for me personally, I find Trump's most powerful tool is that he knows how to wield victimhood. He knows how to offer victimhood to people who have the least claim to it, which is a really, really powerful tool. Because you realize what he's doing in that moment is he's saying the real victims of the Me Too movement are men. They're the real victims. Someone can accuse you at any time and your life is over. They're the real victims. And, you know, if, you, if you're against Trump completely or if you see through it, you go like, oh, that's nothing. But I, I think people take for granted how powerful that message was. There are a lot of men who that message will connect with because that's a feeling that many men have. There's many men who will be afraid to admit it, maybe. But there's many men who do have that feeling where they're like, yeah, I mean, this, this Me Too movement, it's, it's gotten out of control. You know, and at any time, someone can come out and accuse me. And, and I always go to people, I'm like, what do you mean it's gotten out of control? What does that mean? You know, and they'd be like, well, every week it's a, a new famous person has been accused. It's, 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 it's out of control. I'm like, we look through it. It's maybe, maybe what, a hundred and something people? That's, that's how many people have, have been me too That's how many people have been held accountable? A hundred and something? That's, that's not like a life-changing number of men. Do you know what I mean? They make it sound like all men have been accused. All right? But 99.9% of men have not been accused. It's just the, the, the narrative that has been created is that like, oh, these, these 100 men represent all the men and all men should be afraid of it. But the 100 men, you could fit 100 men into a comedy club and then Louis C.K. could come and surprise them. That's how few <laughs> that number is. <laughs> like, it's not that many people. 
but they make it feel like it's a lot of people because then what they do is they create an idea that all men need to band together to stop this from happening because it could happen to you, right? And then men become the victims. And it's such a powerful tool to use. Because if you can convince men that they're the true victims of the Me Too movement, you get men to fight against a movement that's really about holding men who are doing bad things accountable as opposed to making all men scapegoats for something that they're not doing. But it's, it's, you, 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 you get what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, such, a, it's such a powerful, gripping idea that, that, that Trump does really well. Because when you think about it, you go, they, I know that people will be like, but what about, I've seen men who've been falsely accused. And I go, yeah, but how many? Or let me ask it to you this way. How many men percentage-wise, have been falsely accused of a sexual assault? And how many women have actually been sexually assaulted? Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm willing to bet in this room as we sit here now, if I said to the men, how many have been accused of sexual assault, there would probably be nobody in this room who has. But if I said to the women in this room, raise your hand if you've been catcalled or your ass has been grabbed or a guy's made a lewd comment at work or somebody's made you feel unsafe sexually in some way or you've actually been sexually assaulted, I regret to say that there would probably be many hands that would go up in the room. But we have now been told that the ratio is like, oh, no, it's more men. It's men, men. But it's, the truth is it's women. Women are the victims in this situation. It doesn't mean you've got to be feeling sorry for women. But it's like, no, but the women are the victims, and that's what we're trying to fix. Right? But Trump has managed to turn that. And he's turned it with everybody. He goes, the real victims in, in this story is, is, is not the kids in the cages. It's you. It's you who they're, they're coming to take your place. <laughs> you know, the, the real victim isn't the, the, the refugee from Syria. It's you who's going to get blown up by a terrorist bomb. That's the real victim in the story. I saw the same thing in South Africa. We had apartheid. At the end of apartheid, the country was changing. And then you had tons of white people who were like, oh, I'm afraid now. What's, what's going to happen to me? Huh? I, the black people are going to eat us. <laughs> we're in danger. They're going to come for us. Oh, my God, I'm the real victim. I'm the real victim. It's like, well, when, wait, how did you go from being the person in power to becoming the victim overnight? And it's a powerful people that you know, it's a powerful tool that people use repeatedly, like over and over. It's like it's a it's a tool that Trump wields. He's doing it with men. He's done it with with white people in America. He's done it with Kavanaugh now. The guy is heading to the Supreme Court, but he's making it like this poor man. Look at him, this poor man. What's the worst that could happen to Brett Kavanaugh? What's the worst thing that could happen is he'd go back to being a federal judge on one of the most important courts in the land. That's what he goes down to if he fails. What's the worst thing that happens to Dr. Ford? She gets mocked by the President of the United States for coming forward with a story about sexual assault, which, by the way, was the one thing she said she definitely remembered from that night. She said, I remember the boys laughing at me. That's what she said. And people go, why don't women come forward? Because when you do, the President of the United States will use you as a punchline in front of a crowd. And people always go like, yeah, but women have an incentive. They're doing it for the, for the fame. What are the names of Cosby's accusers? What's the money? What money did they get? What fame? Do they have reality shows? Where are these people? Do you even know them? Would you recognize them in the street? What fame do they get? Ford is going to come and go. Kavanaugh's here forever. And people make it seem like there's some incentive. And I, I, that's why I say what Trump is saying about victimhood is so powerful because I know that even myself, I have to combat the feeling that I as a man have because I go, what if I get falsely accused? And I go like, yeah, but you've been tricked. You're not going to get falsely accused. Like it's, it's not happening as rampantly as people make it out to be. But if you can convince people that they are, in fact, the victims when they're the, from a position of power, you have the most powerful tool that you can wield. And the irony is, oftentimes, those people who are in those positions want the people who are genuinely the closest to victimhood to relinquish their victimhood to, to join their team. 
You know, so mm -hmm. if you're a woman that rolls with Trump and the Republicans, you got to be like, I've had my ass grabbed, and you know what? It doesn't matter. you got to move past it, because I'm not a victim. If you want to be a black person rolling with Trump, you've got to be like, black people aren't oppressed. That's right. I'm free. That's right. I wear a MAGA hat, and I release hits. I'm free. <laughs> oh, Kanye. you gotta, you got to act like it's not happening. And it's a scary, powerful tool that people take for granted. People felt, because of Trump, like they were losing their country. They felt like America was losing. And feeling is oftentimes more powerful than what's actually happening. And that's a thing that I think people take for granted with Donald Trump. For me, it's his greatest gift. It's his greatest danger. And I, like, I'm heartbroken at what happens to Dr. Ford. Not because it... it you know, it didn't go the way I would have maybe wanted it to, but rather because her life, her image, her as a human being has been trodden on and destroyed by the president of the United States as he goes from rally to rally and people are like, yeah, it's a partisan thing. And you're like, well, you know, kudos to you, Trump. One of the richest people in the world. And he's like, we're losing folks. The game is rigged. And it's like, how, how are you losing, Trump? You're a billionaire. You're a billionaire when you're eight years old. How are you losing? How, how are you losing? I, I just feel it. <laughs> I just feel it. Wow. So yeah, that was a bit long, but it was it it's was a, no, it's, it's, it's quite it's, a diatribe, but it but it's good is is good, and it it speaks to a bunch of the things that we said. Yeah, like it's, it's just it's, it's it's like things like that like really hit home for me. I mean, it's just like it's it, that's exactly what he's doing. He's 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 making men think that they're. That that they're the victims, and yep. and it's 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 making it's making men fight against the Me Too movement. Yeah, it, no, it's very true, but it, that's powerful. That's good. I need to watch Trevor Noah more. I I always get, um, I always mean to, and then it's like with Bill Maher. It's like, oh, I gotta watch more of that, and then I don't. Yeah, I'm not so I'm not such a big fan of Bill Maher, but I do like Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Whoa, holy. F Fuck balls. <laughs> These shows are getting long, eh? Yeah. That puts us at an hour and 49 minutes. Oh, damn. Yeah. We're coming dangerously close to the two-hour mark. <laughs> Shannon will beat my ass if we pass two hours. What the yeah, fuck are you uh, doing talking for two fucking hours? Let's, uh, let's end this now. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's enough uh, trouble for us to get into at the Body Parts Warehouse for one week. Um, I'm fucked. That's just... I, I don't even know what to say. I... That's, I, that's one of the ones that I listen because I have to record them, right? So I listen to it ahead of time, and I'm I'm like stabbing myself in the side with a fork <laughs> to keep from laughing as I'm listening to it because it's just so fucking. And then, but luckily, it's so ridiculous that it didn't matter second time. Still fucking bust bust out laughing because it's so ridiculous. But, but uh, as I was saying, I think that's enough trouble for us to get into for for one week, and uh, we'll be back at you again uh, next week with a fresh episode. But until next week, I have been Michael. I have been Dean. And we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon. <laughs>